Hello, it's great to have you here on the first ever episode of Fecking Animals. This is a podcast about quirky and funny stories about animals from an Irish perspective. It's the latest podcast from the Feckin' Check-In Podcast Network, and it's great to be here. And just to settle us into this first ever episode is a song about an animal of the sky. It's called Blackbird, and it's by Gregory Porter. It's a cover version of the Beatles song, so I'll just let you enjoy that for about 30 seconds or a minute and then I'll come back and reveal what is today's animal. Blackbird singing in the dead of night Take these broken wings Learn to fly All your life You were only waiting For this moment to arrive Blackbird singing in the dead of night Take these sunken eyes Learn to see All your life You were only waiting For this moment to be free Blackbird fly Blackbird fly So today's animal is our noisy neighbour You'll have seen this animal everywhere you go. In the city, the canal, the pier, the park, the seaside. They're a white bird, usually mostly white. They are the seagull. The seagulls, in fact. Seagulls, plural. And why am I talking about seagulls today? Well, in Feckin' Animals, each week I will cover... Not each week, whenever I feel like it, I will cover an animal that piqued my interest and... An animal that I've done a little bit of research on and I'm confident that some of the things I've researched on this particular animal, the seagull, I don't think you'll have heard them before. So strap right in and listen to me talk about seagulls for an indetermined uh, or an undetermined, excuse me, period of time. So why seagulls? Why start your brand new podcast with seagulls? Well, I was walking through the streets of Sandy Mount and I came across this school and it was in the evening I was there with my wife Liz and we were walking by the school and we suddenly heard the seagulls you know that squawky sound that repetitive seagull sound that noisy sound and we looked up and there was hundreds of seagulls circling around this school and they were coming from all angles they were taking over the sky they were flying in from north west east and south and they were all congregating together on top of the buildings and they were squawking and they looked like they were socializing, looked like they had a purpose. So I thought to myself, I've never seen anything like this before with seagulls, that there's literally hundreds of seagulls congregating. And I said to my wife, that wouldn't it be interesting to learn a bit more about seagulls? I went home that night and I decided to Google about seagulls because I thought that was interesting. I never took the time to kind of pay attention to seagulls especially on a walk especially seagulls you kind of see them so often that you don't really there isn't a sense of wonder about seagulls I think uh, in my head anyway so I googled seagulls and I was very surprised to see such a barrage of negative press in Ireland about seagulls so the first article I came across in chronological order but it wasn't really the first article I came across. I, I came across a few articles and then I put them in chronological order, full disclosure. But one of the first articles I came across was entitled How the Invasion of the Seagulls in Ireland is Our Own Fault. And this was written in the Irish Times, April 2019. So the article went on 
to document the noise, the sheer noise that seagulls are making in Dublin and other areas around Ireland, adults and chicks. It goes on to say, the article went on to say that these seagulls are attacking cats, they're attacking foxes, ducklings and pigeons. And one man had taken to to himself to create a fake owl to try and scare off the seagulls from his roof and the locality. So seagulls are are very much inclined to hang around on roofs. Roofs (laughs) or roofs. I I never know what's the plural of that. Uh, But they're, they're everywhere. And... Uh, lots of people seem to have gotten up in arms about the seagulls and the article goes on to say that removing the nest or killing the birds is not an option unfortunately says the article but if you are in Balbriggan you can do that if you're in Balbriggan there's a special law that allows residents to go and remove the eggs from seagulls nests it's basically to kill the seagulls and they applied for a license to do this because there was an influx of seagulls over the last 10 or 20 years. But as with these things, a lot of it is bullshit because invasion, has there, has there really been an invasion of seagulls? Think of your life. Have, would, you, would you describe the increase of seagulls around the places as an invasion? Especially when you look at this statistic, the number of breeding pairs of seagulls is estimated to have fallen by 90% over the past 30 years. Furthermore, seagulls are a protected species. Dr. Stephen Newton, a senior seabird conservation officer, has said, we've taken their fish from the oceans. We are messy with our rubbish. So two factors there. So due to overfishing, the seagull, the natural habitat of the seagull is actually in the sea, obviously. That's where the name comes from, seagulls. So they like to swoop down. Uh, They don't go too deep underwater, but they go to the shallow waters and they eat all kinds of things like fish and mussels and crabs and different things so we've overfished all of those things we've taken away their primary food source and at the same time we're very messy with our rubbish and we've given seagulls a new food source in our towns and our cities so that was an interesting article the first one and then there was more articles um so an rte article rte.ie from july 2019 dublin coastal towns in a flap about the scourge of seagulls and this report had visited Balbriggan, Hoth and Skerries so three kind of uh, prominent coastal towns in Dublin and there was a 2017 group according to the article that lobbied for the destruction of seagulls nests and eggs and that was successful in Balbriggan for some reason but not anywhere else So I guess if you are very frustrated about seagulls and you really want revenge, you can go up, you can drive up to Balbriggan, you can take out your binoculars and you can go on the hunt for seagulls' nests and if you like, you can try to destroy their uh, eggs. Uh, But I'm not advising you to do that, but I guess the law allows you to do that. Um, Some more alarming facts about seagulls. Research in Australia has indicated that seagulls carriers of drug resistant antimicrobial resistant bacteria which can stop anti antibiotics antibiotic antibiotics from working so more alarmist oh the seagulls are terrible um, and then uh, dr stephen newton was rolled out again he was in the previous irish times article so he's the voice of reason so, so it's dr stephen newton again who's a senior seabird conservation officer 
he said that the numbers seem to be going up in the urban areas, but over the last 30 to 40 years, there have been signs of a significant decline. Seagulls are red listed, but there is an increase in towns. And he goes on to indicate that only a minority of birds attack uh, local animals or people. So they're very harmless birds, really. Um, and then this article from 2019, the RTE, uh, goes on to, to, to ask uh, what, what's going on in Balbriggan? What do the, the residents of Balbriggan have to say about this? Well, they reported that the seagulls are <laughs> they're knocking down pensioners. And they're, t- they're trying to take little dogs from gardens. And one resident said that it was almost like Al- Alfred Hitchcock's film, The Birds, the way the seagulls are, are attacking people. And then there was a further article in the Irish Examiner, March 2019, about Balbriggan. And this was about the coastal town fighting back against a seagull infestation. So the real the heroes, the local heroes of Balbriggan fighting back. And they interviewed one gentleman from Balbriggan who went on to say that they have made my life a misery, the seagulls. He shares in the article that he got up on his roof and he tried to catch the seagulls and he tried to kill them. But alas for him, they got away. They, they flew away. And they interviewed a grandmother who said, if I had a gun, I'd shoot them all. Things went quiet in the in the sort of the media of the seagulls from those uh, mid to summer 2019 articles, but then this sort of peaked again as I did further research, and it was kind of like a year on. There was a year of no news, but then a year on, kind of linking it to the lockdown. So, so there was this the Journal.ie from August 2020. The headline of their article was a spike in seagulls. Locals in Dublin have concerns, but experts say lockdown isn't to blame. There's been increased Google searches in the last couple of years. There have been the highest Google searches for seagulls ever in the last couple of years in Ireland. And you can imagine why, with all of the the alarmist uh, rhetoric being directed at these beautiful creatures. Um, So... Why, 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 I suppose, another reason for the, the increased Google searches was that people are staying at home more in the lockdown and they're spotting more seagulls. So you're at home, you're walking around, and you're just noticing more seagulls. And then you're probably Googling them. And the Dublin City Council went on to say that, in praise of the seagulls, that they are a very visual component of Dublin City's biodiversity. A very visual component of Dublin City's biodiversity. I think it's a nicely written sentence that kind of distracts me from the point of it. And that article goes on to to say that the complaints will continue about seagulls. They're a very controversial bird. And the Daily Mirror, the final kind of alarmist, critical uh, article about this, the seagulls, the title of that was Extremely Aggressive Irish Seagulls Stealing Food and Spreading E. coli in August 2020. Wow, a lot, a lot of bad press about the seagulls. I'll let you kind of reflect on that and reflect on your own experiences with seagulls. Are they a feckin' animal or are they a beautiful animal? Who knows? But what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a little song about seagulls. It's called Seagulls Stop It Now and it's by Bad Lip Reading. It's kind of a parody song. So I'm going to play a bit of that. I'm going to take a little break 
And then I'm going to come back and I'm going to tell you about the other side of seagulls. Some of the more interesting, uplifting and general nature facts about seagulls. So, see you in a minute. Rockin', rockin' and rollin' Down to the beach I'm strollin' But the seagulls poke in my head Not fun, I said seagulls So, what about the other side of seagulls? If you've stuck with me so far, you're here now to, to hear the really interesting parts about seagulls that are outside of the general criticism and controversy and alarmism and the general attacks, attacks on seagulls, especially in Balbriggan. So, based on my extensive Wikipedia research, here are some of the most interesting facts about this feckin' animal, the seagull. They are typically coastal or inland species, rarely venturing far out to sea. So they don't go out that far. They're a bit like humans in that way. We don't like to venture too far out to sea. They nest in large, densely packed, noisy colonies. And there's your problem with your noise. That they're, they're very social animals. They hang around together in big groups. And they're very noisy, the adults and the little baby seagulls as well. Seagulls are resourceful, inquisitive and intelligent, the larger species in particular, demonstrating complex methods of communication and a highly developed social structure. And many species of gulls, including seagulls, have learned to coexist successfully with humans and have thrived, I can never say those THs, in human habitats. Others rely on kleptoparasitism to get their food. Seagulls have been observed preying on live whales, landing on the whale as it services to peck out pieces of flesh and plumes of mud brought to the surface by feeding grey whales. So the seagulls have a worldwide cosmopolitan distribution. They breed on every continent. Most seagulls, seagulls and other gull species are migratory, with birds moving to warmer habitats during the winter, but the extent to which they migrate varies by species. Seagulls drink salt water as well as fresh water as they possess exocrine glands located in supraorbital grooves of the skull by which salt can be excreted through the nostrils to assist the kidneys in maintaining electrolyte balance. Very few animals could do this. The only other animals can do this are other seabirds, crocodiles, sharks and sea turtles. That's gangsta. As well. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I think I have that because one of the articles I was reading online said that's gangsta. So, so that is gangsta. That when you think about it, they have their own process of fractional distillation, so they can extract the salt from water and then consume the sea water as normal water. I wish we had that as humans. That would be great. Maybe in the future we'll get some sort of contraption in our noses that allows us to do that. So seagulls that are known to reside in areas where there is a season of plentiful mice have over the centuries developed a specialized method of eating mice. First, the seagull captures the mouse in a field. Next, the seagull flies to a convenient body of water, regurgitates the mouse 
and dips it into the water. When lone seagulls, both male and female, began to be seen doing this, it was finally concluded that the mouse, being dried the first time it was swallowed, could become lodged in the gull's throat. A conclusion further corroborated when a male seagull was seen to struggle with the ejection of a mouse, the mouse being partially ejected before getting stuck in the gull's throat. After five to six sizable gulls of water, the mouse was sufficiently moistened to allow the gull to completely eject the mouse. By wetting the mouse, the seagull ensures that the mouse does not become lodged in his throat. So the disgustingness of that aside, that is pretty resourceful. And it's one of those things about seagulls that I've learned is that they can have so many different types of food. And this last little snippet shows that they're a very social creature. Divorce of mated pairs does occur, but it apparently has a social cost that persists for a number of years after the breakup. So kind of similar to 19th century human beings. So very monogamous, very social, very resourceful. Uh, an animal we've driven from the sea into our cities. A very noisy animal, our noisy neighbor. But overall, they're an interesting feckin' animal. And I hope you enjoyed my rundown of the seagulls. I'll be back. I don't know if it will be next week. I don't know if it will be next month, but I will be back with another feckin' animal. And in the future, I'm gonna have other people on who want to discuss their animals, their chosen animal. And if you're interested in hearing more about me talking about animals in previous episodes we've done of the podcast go back and listen to myself and trainers podcast open us and there is an episode there where we discussed lots of different animals including the hippopotamus the vampire bat and the lemming so yeah and have a look out for trainer he will be on a future feckin animal episode thank you for taking the time to listen to me it's kind of a bit quirky a bit weird trying it out why not? Just a quick final point. I tried to find some more songs about seagulls, but they're not a very much celebrated bird. Uh, Joni Mitchell does have a, an absolutely terrible song about uh, seagulls. That just sounds terrible. It's kind of like a, a hippie type of song. So there, that's kind of one of the reasons why I've gone with Gregory Porter, Blackbird, a cover of the Beatles. I like the original, but here it is. Enough waffle from me. I hope everything's okay with, with you and that this may be put in a bit of time in your day and I will catch you again. Take care. Bye-bye. Blackbird singing in the dead of night Take these broken wings Learn to fly All your life You were only waiting For this moment to arrive dead of night Take these sunken eyes and learn to see all your life You are only waiting for this moment to be free You are only waiting for this moment to be free Oh, you are only waiting for this moment to be free
to be free.